Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horror, which we got a very special show for you today. And as you know, I always get the best in the business. First of all, I've got Matt Demeter with me from DemeterResearch.com is my co-host today. And we've got Andrew McGuire and Tom Thomas Coglin, or not Coughlin, not the New York Giants coach, but Thomas Coglin from Kinesis, which is a brand new service that is going to actually use gold as a backing to the new cryptocurrency world, Kinesis. What's up, Andrew, Thomas, and Matt? How you doing, Todd? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to be with Andrew well. and, and, and Thomas. I think it's going to be great. How are yes, you? Yes, looking forward to it. Thomas, Thanks for having us on the show. Hey, it's, it's great to have you here. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you guys. And, of course, fortunately, it's not too late at night because you guys are in London. But what's, uh, give us, give us a, a brief description of, of what Kinesis is and what you guys are doing so that everybody knows what you guys are trying to accomplish. Yes, yeah, certainly. So, so I'll take it away just from uh, a high level. I'll start things off and um, then hand it over to Andy from his perspective. So, yeah, what, what Kinesis is developing is a fair, honest and efficient monetary system that's really designed to benefit everyone collectively and individually. It's ultimately what, what we've focused in on is what makes money successful and what truly makes money successful are two main factors. Uh, one, that it's an efficient medium of exchange, and two, that it's an effective store of value. So if you look back through monetary history, there you'll find that uh, the greatest store of value of all time from a monetary perspective is actually gold. Uh, going back 5,000, 6,000 years, it's been valued across uh, different civilizations independently throughout the world and it's held its value over time. So we focused in on our primary currencies being like gold and silver, and then we've utilized the, the, the greatest innovations in technology um, for our current time um, as far as um, the most effective medium of exchange, passing value from one party to the next party. And this um, is able to be facilitated, of course, through the blockchain whereby different individuals, different parties across the world without even knowing each other and anonymously can transact and transfer value with one another. And um, so we've utilized the most cutting-edge technology that exists in that space and ultimately brought it into an entire ecosystem, a monetary system where we can plug almost anything into um, to produce the most effective uh, money that that we can see out there. And so that's two main factors that people understand about money, but we, we've sort of taken the next sort of innovative evolutionary step forward and, and introduced something that no one's actually ever seen before in the monetary space. And that's uh, this, we, it's a multifaceted yield system. 
And it's a yield system that promotes people to actually use this money as money for transactions, but also for storing, um, for savings. And it will not penalize anyone as well. It encourages both transactions and encourages savings. So you actually get rewarded for using the money. You make money by actually spending money. It sounds a little bit ridiculous, but uh, we can get into the finer detail later. But it's actually possible because of the innovative technology that we have um, in these days. So from from a high level, that's that's really what we're doing. How much can I spend? I got to make a lot of money. I want to spend a lot. But, so <laughs> An infinite amount. I have one question, though, and then I want to get Matt involved as well. But I have one question. So using gold as a backing to a cryptocurrency, which is great. However, you know, the big problem, and I, re- I think the real reason for the explosion of the crypto world is because of the central bank intervention. And of course, because they're still priced in dollars, basically, that there, there is still some, some quirky business that goes on between gold because of the dollar. Can you guys eliminate that potential problem based on what you're doing? Does that take away the, the central bank involvement because of what they can do with the price of their currencies? Yeah, look, I mean, what we're ultimately doing, and and I'll just start here and then I'll hand it over to Andy, um, is we're taking like the price discovery mechanism away from the the handful of these powerful parties and and dispersing it across um, individuals. And ultimately, we think that, you know, that the the power should not be concentrated in these few hands of uh, uh, powerful parties, and it should be dispersed. And so we're taking it, you know, the the pricing mechanism away from the paper market and putting it in the physical market, because what we're trading in is purely physical, one for one uh, backed. So one gram is, you know, one unit of currency um, within our system. And we think that we'll be sucking in a lot of metal into our system and we're going to have mass adoption. And of course, you then add the the yield component and you're taking an asset which has no yield and then adding a yield and that provides greater value and a greater uh, incentive um, for it to actually be repriced and revalued upwards. So... Andy, yeah, perhaps we're you- seeing we're seeing a lot of as, as you mentioned, um, Bubba, that uh, you mentioned there's a lot of gold-backed currencies coming into play. I think probably count about sixty of them. But here's the here's the issue, and it, and it, it is something that we we'll to look at a little bit later. I mean, it's it's all about Gresham's law. Are you going to spend your gold? Now, is you have to have an incentive to spend your gold. Now, I mean, if you've got fiat and you've got gold, you'll spend your fiat first. Um, and I think so. If we just look generally. At the um, at, at most people have lost faith. I mean, if it's just from a very high level, most people that I speak to have lost complete faith in the system, and they're pouring billions of dollars into decentralized cryptocurrencies. And that's why is that? It's to escape the tendrils of the central planners. And obviously, we've seen the bitcoins, the ethereum's, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but but really, here's the issue: these cryptocurrencies have utility value, but have zero intrinsic value. Now we understand, you know, all the benefits of, of 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 having holding those currencies, but and they're a welcome alternative to the legacy banking system, but they actually don't solve two of the three elements required to be a sustainable global currency that Tom was talking about. And to do this, you, what they do provide is is the cryptocurrencies provide a unit of account, but fail on the two most important elements, which is to provide a store of value, which 
definitely some of the other cryptocurrencies that are gold-backed do, but they don't solve the third issue, which is to be an efficient means of exchange. So what you need then is to have create a system where you're incentivized to spend that money. So really, we're, we're attempting to solve this store of value, medium of exchange, and unit account problems uh, that these that cryptocurrencies really, as an overall asset class, are really wrestling with that issue. So what you've done at the same time is you've brought in some of my favorite words, which are price discovery, which because I, I'm right now, I believe that the markets are not free markets right now because they're all manipulated. And, and that is the financial revolution that we're seeing through the cryptocurrency world is that they're, they trade 24 hours are open every day and, and there's nobody in, the, in between them. So you're getting a true price discovery model, which is outstanding. And then intrinsic value or stored value, which, again, is something that's great. So you guys are going to have to hold and, and buy and keep gold somewhere that will back the amount of currency that you're going to uh, go ahead and, and put out. Would that be correct? Uh, that, yes, that is correct. Well, the gold, the currency does not exist without the gold being there first. So, I mean, where Kinesis actually comes I hate, from? I hate, comes to do, I hate to do this to you, but I got to cut your break. We'll come back with that answer after the break. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're with Matt Demeter from DemeterResearch.com, Andrew McGuire and Thomas Coglin from Kinesis. And we're going to come back with more of this exciting information after the break. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, Andrew McGuire, and Thomas Coglin from Kinesis, the new, brand new cryptocurrency, gold-backed cryptocurrency. So you're giving me an answer, and I believe it was Thomas that was answering me on uh, how this is all going to work and that there can't be any, any dispersion without the, un, enough gold to back it. So go ahead and please finish your answer. Yes, certainly. So... I mean, Kinesis has been born actually from a wholesale spot physical precious metals market. That's This is called uh, Allocated Balloon Exchange, ABX. And we're still even developing ABX out. We've got partnerships in place with the likes of Deutsche Borsa, which is one of the largest exchange groups in the world. But we've got this this consortium of partners together that's that's teaming up to really combat what is happening in London with this paper market ultimately, because the paper market has clearly been suppressed for a very, very long time. Ultimately, the, the market making bullion banks can just um, put an overhang of supply over the market and print contracts as they please. And those contracts are not connected to physical metal sitting in vaults. Whereas with our system with Kinesis, it goes through what's called a quality assurance framework with ABX. The metal must be in the vaults first and it must be according to the specifications of the metal. Basically, it is what we say that it is and what people understand that it is. And so once the metal is in the vaults, which our liquidity providers place in the vaults, then the currency can be created. And it's it's minted. In Kinesis terms, um, we allow anyone to actually create their own currency. They can come into our primary market, buy. That, that currency is then minted. Firstly, to be able to buy, the metal has to be there. They'll see like how much metal is in the system they can buy. It's it's uh, minted and it's emitted then into the blockchain. And then it's available for people or businesses to use as currency. So they can either save it, they can spend it, they can send it. If they're a business, they can use it like to send to employees. And as soon as they spend it, send it or sell it actually, 
then they actually start to earn a portion of the transaction fees on the currency that they created forever. It's a really uh, innovative concept for whoever actually mints this currency. It might be, say, let's say $10,000. They mint it and then they sell it or send it, spend it, then actually forever they'll receive the transaction fees on that $10,000 that they that they created forever as it passes through our system. So this is like what the technology of of today has enabled us to do, and it defeats what Andy was talking about before, Gresham's Law, which is a a psychological phenomenon. If you're going to make the choice to effectively exchange or swap one currency for another currency or one asset for another asset, why would you then use that currency that you the, the the more highly valued one. So in the case, say if I'm um, exchanging US dollars for gold, why would I then use gold to for my transactions? Because well, I'm ultimately you know when I transact with something, I give it to someone else. So in this sense, it actually defeats Gresham's law because the incentive to actually use it also as a transactional currency is so high because as I use it as a transactional currency, I actually make more money going forward. So the more I spend, the more money I make. So over you know the one year, I might, I might spend $50,000 within the system after I minted it, then I actually have $50,000 actually out there working for me as like it's, it's, it's actually working for me as like an income-producing asset, but even though I'm not holding yeah. it anymore. It's, it's making transaction fees. I, that sounds pretty good. Let me get, get me in, but we'll get how we get into it later. But, Matt, I know you had a couple sure. of questions. Go ahead and fire up, baby. Yeah, so I know that you guys, you know, in, in, in some earlier discussions, uh, have a really good uh, – you have the store value, and then you have a superior payment rail, essentially. So – your your underlying technology is curious. I think it's possible of a thousand transactions per second or more. So it's yeah, a even scalable solution. That. Yeah, yeah. Great. Minimum three thousand, and we've we've even put emphasis on increasing that efficiency. It's possible up to ten thousand per second. That's per trans uh, per currency. That's I mean that's excellent. That allows you know uh, much much more scale and allows you to get to far more, you know, individuals. And really, what I like about uh, the concept is that anybody with an internet connection should be able to do it, correct? I mean, this yeah, so this isn't just if you have access to the futures market or if you have access to ETFs. So this could be, you know, anyone in the world, really. It's, It's extremely accessible, inclusive. Yeah, all you need is an internet connection, whether it be via your PC or, or or smartphone, and anyone can just basically download an application, get onto it, and, and start using it. I mean, with regards to the currency suite and the full uh, monetary solution that will be rolling out, that, that will not be ready for a little while yet, like as in um, where we're aiming to roll that out in its completeness, by early next year, people can start getting involved as far as minting the currency in our pre-ICO towards the end of this year. But what we're doing at the moment is we're offering like basically these tokens for people to buy into this monetary system and um, enjoy the greatest benefits from this early participation in the monetary system to basically get a share of all the, the transaction fees from the monetary system. So... 
yeah, that's what we're doing currently. That's the that's the what we have open at the moment. The um the 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 offer that people can participate in at the moment. So, yeah, feel free to look us up anytime. It's uh, our website is kinesis.money. Kinesis.money, and of course, uh, Matt, you got anything else right here or? Well, I think probably it would take a little bit longer answer, right. but just, you know, sort of the road ahead. But yeah. Well, I'll go. Actually, so when are we when are we going to mint the Bubba coin? How do I how do I mint the Bubba coin? That's very easy, actually. <laughs> we can we, we we can do that for you. It's very easy. Okay. Uh, now you just tell us what you want it made out of. I want it made out of solid gold. So if 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 we we are you're, you're setting up. So if I wanted to get involved. Okay. What would be, how would I get involved today? How would I be one of those early investors? Okay. So yeah, all you need to do is go to our, like our website. Our website is well, www.kinesis.money and the instructions are quite clear there. And we have like a token, it's called a Kinesis Velocity token. And the reason why Velocity is there is because our whole system is based around the velocity of money. So um, yeah, we've got the greatest store of value, but also we understand and we recognize the challenges that come from that. that like as far as getting it moving as as a currency we want to get people using it as a currency and you know this has been a great challenge but for gold over the you know the past when it's not legal tender when it's not mandated to be a currency like then we have to combat the challenge of it actually being used as a currency and we think our incentive um system really combats that and gets it moving. So it's called Kinesis Velocity Token, and it basically is attached to the transaction fees of the system. Um, and people can like, basically download our materials, all our information, do their own research on it, make their own investment uh, dis- basically judgment on it, and um, um, participate and support us should they wish and, and dial themselves into the success of the business. And um, we have a thriving community across different uh, social media channels, etc. cetera. And um, yeah, please, yeah, basically go to our website and, and get involved. Well, you gotta go for the, you gotta go for the future money, which is kinesis.money. And that's K-I-N-E-S-I-S dot money, just in case. And of course you gotta, you gotta check it out. Now, you know, I know that I know some of you tried this before, and I don't know how it's going for them. But uh, have you ever heard Anthem Blanchard or John James Blanchard? Yes, um, well, yes of course. Yeah, Anthem has tried this, and I, you know, again, I know how how successful it is because he's you know made a lot of adjustments. Is is this something similar? Because his 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 theory was to be able to like write a check against your gold that was stored. And, and be able to trade fractions, which would make a lot of people happier because obviously, you know, one of the concerns that everybody has is, you know, if you want to, you know, if you're carrying a gold bar around, that's, you know, that's, let's even if it's 10 ounces, right? It's $13,000. Not many people have changed for 13000 to cash register, right? I mean, it, be, it becomes a difference, but we're going to step out for a break and come back with Andrew McGuire, Thomas Coglin from kinesis.money and make sure you check out that site it's kinesis.money i'm telling you i'm really excited i think this is going to be great and i can't wait to to figure out how to get my token so i can participate and we're also with matt demeter from demeterresearch.com of course one of my regular co-hosts and a regular a regular host on the bubba show we're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more from the gang after the break and make sure that you go to libertytalk.fm and download the show every day and don't forget about bubba's daily update which is available to you free at bubbatrading.com we're going to step out here for a break. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will be right back with more after the break. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, is seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, Andrew McGuire, and Thomas Coglin from Kinesis.Money, something that's really got us excited here today. And of course, uh, Matt, I know you had a couple more questions, so go ahead and take it away, sir. Yeah, well, in regards to silver, we all know it's a fairly tight market. It's a small market. So I'm wondering, what are the? Is there a possibility that because you have to physically back your token with metal, uh, that you could actually cause a potential supply disruption in silver, which we all know it's been manipulated way down below where it should be trading. But uh, you know, if if you guys got big enough, and you know, people bought the silver your silver coin. Uh, it has to be backed. Would that potentially cause, uh, uh, yeah, supply disruption? Should I address please. this, Tom? Yeah, please go ahead, Andy. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, that is a great question, uh, Matt. Obviously, because we know it's a small, tight market. However, um, we're not talking about um, when we talk about silver. We're, we're going to be talking about the uh, the wholesale. Uh, the wholesale market. We're talking about the wholesale thousand ounce spiral market. And we have liquidity providers, uh, vaulting providers who have uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of tons of silver stored for their clients. Now, this is the this is the beauty of the system. It's a no risk proposition for somebody who owns silver in a vault. They can visit it any time. They have the serial numbers, but they can emanate that and monetize it essentially into the system and get a yield on that. Now, from a vaulting provider's perspective, now that opens up a whole rash of, 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 uh, of, of different opportunities. Number one, do you really have to charge your client a storage fee if you're getting a, a passive yield on that? Um, or, do, or can you even offer your client a, an actual a fee? for putting, offer them a fee for storing yourself. Now, this changes. Why would you even consider entering the unallocated market with all the counterparty risk when we change this around like that? And so I think, and but to, to specifically answer your question, what will it do to the price of silver? Well, here's the beauty of it. From an institutional perspective, I just outlined one of the aspects uh, of, of how uh, that would liquefy an ICO, i.e., you, you create the liquidity because this this uh, silver or gold, for that matter, is sitting in a vault, sitting under a Hong Kong airport as a hedge fund manager or, or a Texas depository, even any of those situations where you can emanate that into the system. But the the the, the actual genius of this system is, which is really Tom has created. 
created is to have the power of adoption in the secondary market. And we already have the power of adoption from the Indonesian post office. Uh, it's been adopted by uh, NU, which has had 100 million Islamic members. I mean, really, so what's going to happen is it's not going to be a big order coming from top down. Which, I mean, if you try to do that, I think you're going to have a problem. It's the bottom-up approach where you've got microtransactions coming through. And simply, that silver has to be bought at a price. It's going to raise the offer. And, and so you've got literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of small orders coming through from, from the bottom up. What's that going to do? It's going to have to raise the price that somebody who physically has silver is willing to sell it for. And there's always going to be a seller. So... I hope that answers the question. Oh, yeah, sure. There'll always be a seller at a certain price, but I think that's true. If it, 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 it could potentially increase the demand for silver and, and you know more people wanting to vault it. Um, 100%. Yeah. You, so, you know, the, the other thing as well, if, if I could just um, sure. chime in very quickly, and this, this is one thing I love about our system, and I, I, I mentioned it before. When you attach a yield to an asset, particularly an asset that has no yield, then you actually increase the value of it. So, I mean, what we see ourselves doing is we, we have the only system in the world whereby we offer this uh, non-debt-based yield and it's potentially very, very high and it, it, it serves this purpose. We see it serving this purpose of actually like sucking in capital, attracting capital from other sources, not just even from the precious metals industry. So at the moment, there's uh, you know a finite amount of investors and capital allocated to um, gold and silver and the precious metals complex. But when, when you attach, say, a yield that can be compared to other yield-producing assets, in the case, we actually have a passive yield and we have active yields as well. But our passive yield then, what it does, it, it competes against other um, uh, income-producing assets that are passive as well, be it bank deposits, bonds, um, dividend-producing, stocks, uh, rental property, etc. So we actually start targeting ca uh, capital that is allocated to those asset classes as well. We're comparable to those asset classes, whereas before, you know, gold, silver, it sort of fell outside that comparable box because it wasn't income-producing um, from a passive perspective. So now we can actually start targeting capital capital that's, that's sitting within those other investment assets as well, it could really have this massive revaluation effect by sucking in this capital that's everywhere else and bringing it in. And yes, of course, you can have some uh, supply disruptions for sure. We're already seeing a lot of supply disruptions like in the silver markets, etc. Like as soon as a, you know, the physical buying come, comes in, you start getting delivery delays and this and that. And yet, as Andy said on a, a previous interview, you know, the, the, the jig's almost up. Yeah, at some point, the, the hens will come home to roost at the end of the day, I think, with regards to this market. And uh, that day is not too far away. And we just see what we're doing as accelerating things. It'll happen anyway at some point, but we see this as an accelerator, I would say. Yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, that's always been a big criticism of both gold and silver is that it's a, you know, lump of metal that uh, has no has no yield and you're yep. changing that. So <clears throat> that's great. Um, yeah, the barbarous, the barbarous relic arguments now have been thrown in the trash can. 
That's that's excellent. And so, the yield where does that come from? That comes from uh, trading fees, uh, exchange exchange fees, or how 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 does the yield get generated? I think you've it, already covered that a bit. But yeah, so so it's what we've developed is a system of shared wealth, and it's a system that cannot be like defeated or broken. It's very transparent. You can log in, you can see all the transactions like through the blockchain, this and that. So um, basically, every time there's a transaction within the system, there's a transaction fee, and uh, uh, that transaction fee is shared amongst different kinds of participants within the system. So, uh, you know, like there's a, a certain percentage of the transaction fee that goes off to the minters. There's a certain portion of the transaction fee that goes off to simply the holders. There's a certain transaction fee that goes off to, say, referrers as well. So, you know, like if, if, if someone was to refer like friends, family or a business or something in, they actually get a share of the transaction fees that go through um, on the referrer side. And and it's just divided up between different, different groups in a fair and honest and transparent uh, perspective, but it incentivizes participation um, and it rewards participation. It also protects everyone's liberties as well, and this is something else that I that I love about it. So um, ultimately, our system is anonymous. Your liberties are protected. You don't have to give it up. You know your uh, anonymity to or your identity to to anyone. Um, within the system, you can operate completely anonymous should you wish once we you know, launch our currency suite. But also you, you benefit from either active or, active or passive participation within the system. So if you want to be active and really sort of work for the system, um, then you can actually make a lot of money from the system. It seems like ridiculous making money from a monetary system, but you can actually do it. Um, basically plug in more commerce, plug into the system, then you actually benefit from from it as well and and uh, or if you want to just passively hold money in the system as well you also get a sharing of the fees but ultimately you know what what we've really tried to do is and this is certainly where we can be differentiated from other cryptocurrencies is we've created currency that ultimately fosters facilitates and serves um, the commerce of the world and that's why money was created it was created to serve the commerce of the world. So uh, that's really what we're doing. Now, yes. go ahead, Sorry, Go ahead. I, no, no, Todd, go ahead. I just go have, ahead. I got a quick one, Coach. I got about a minute left here. But, you know, there seems to be, you know, obviously a lot of paper ETFs on gold. And it seems to me that there's not enough gold or silver out there to cover all that's been dealt with. Is that a, is that, is that a potential problem? Well, well, Andy's probably better com to comment there. Well, obviously, uh, no, no, in the sense that um, it's, it, I mean, if you let's just uh, look at what the Shanghai, if you want to sell gold on the Shanghai exchange right now, before you sell it, you have to have it deposited in the, in the, in the, in the vault. You just can't create it. And so, yeah, what we're talking about is ETFs. There's the ability to short it. There's a, the ability to create synthetic supply within that ETF. We, we, this Kinesis completely uh, eradicates that, that risk because, as, as Tom explained, you have to have the physical in the vault. And so if somebody comes in to buy, we've already got these liquidity providers who we just explained could be a vaulting provider, could be a hedge fund. Literally, that liquidity is there. 
to be sourced, to be used in the secondary market. It's almost limitless. And this is one of the largest global markets. I mean, we talk a five trillion a year market in of the over-the-counter market. It's more like 15 trillion when you add in, in, in all the derivatives. But I mean, so really, it's the one of the most, other than the oil market, it's probably the most liquid uh, market in the globally. And so what we're doing is we're tapping into the liquidity of that marketplace, and we're actually allowing people to draw in from a secondary market and draw in and use that uh, through gold and silver. And on a, in other words, you in other words, you can buy a coffee with a Starbucks got coffee. With I, I, I got to cut you short. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with Andrew McGuire, Tom Coughlin from Kinesis.Money, Matt Demner, DemnerResearch.com, and myself, Todd Bubba Horwitz. We'll be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, and our very special guest today, uh, Andrew McGuire and Tom Coglin. excuse me, Thomas Coglin from Kinesis.Money, and make sure you check out their website. Really exciting, and I tell you, I, the stars on the site are really cool, so go check it out, Kinesis.Money. So, Matt, I know you had an, another question. Go ahead and fire away. Well, I, I wanted to let Andy uh, fi- finish on. Uh, you, you can actually buy a cup of coffee, is what you were saying with uh, with Kinesis, and I, I think that's you know been the big complaint. Not only with when I've, I've been complaining for a while about Bitcoin because it's supposed to be a store of value, uh, but it has nothing really backing it where this does. But you know, you also have the payment rails too. So you could actually buy a cup of coffee. And I know the underlying technology you guys have, the, the transaction fees aren't high for those kind of costs. So it's actually usable for small purchases. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that is the key, the key element. And uh, I'll let Tom talk about the, uh, the, the seller fork. Um, but essentially what we're, doing, what we're able to do is, is create a proportional transaction fee based upon the size of whether it's a coffee or a Learjet. I mean, basically. Um, so so I think Tom can fill in the, uh, the, the, the detail about this, uh, this the seller fork. And, um, you know, that is very exciting. Uh, that, create, that actually uh, solves many of the problems which you just referred to, Matt. Sure. Yeah, 100%. You know, one, one problem that we encountered when we were building out all of this was firstly finding the, the most ideal like blockchain network to be able to service our needs. Now, Stellar uh, proved to be the, the greatest blockchain network with its efficiency and the way that it's all set up with its consensus uh, model. Um, and But one, one major problem, and this is what all blockchains actually have, um, they have a set fee per transaction, so that means it, it doesn't matter whether you're buying a, a cup of coffee or you know a ten billion dollar trader is going through. It's the same fee for that transaction. So and and that's just not appropriate. It's not scalable ultimately, like uh, and it shouldn't work that way. So you know in the case of like. Uh, like Bitcoin, I've seen transaction fees of about $20 per transaction before. And how can you go buy a coffee when it's a $20 per uh, transaction fee? It's just not sustainable. So you need to like, there's different ways of doing it, but ultimately the fees are very, very high. So, but what we've done is um, we've 
introduced through we, we've taken Stella and basically enhanced it um, and, and made it um, the right solution for us the right bespoke solution for us but we've really enhanced both security features and also efficiency and that sort of thing so we think we've you know evolved it to, to be something stronger and um, we've brought in this uh, like basically percentage well uh, yeah uh, fee that's based on the value of the transaction um, and and so it's it's scalable. So in, in our case, you know, we, we, we charge the, the senders charge 0.45% um, on every transaction. Um, and then but that that's then shared with with the community. It's shared with the ecosystem. And um, it's a it's a system that gives back. And so whether in the case of a coffee, if it's a $1 coffee, then you pay 0.45%. If it's a much higher transaction, you still pay the, the same percentage. Uh, yeah, so that's really how it works. And that's also another unique factor about what we've built. That's great. I mean, it also means that, you know, microtransactions are, are possible as well. So if you that's correct. if you scale it that way. So and I, I know Stellar as a very base has a very very low transaction fee, and I like I like how you've done it as a percentage base based on uh, your system. Um, yeah. I want to ask you more about you know the the road ahead for you guys. What are your you know rollout phases and that sort of thing? What when do you see uh, you know you know doing potentially uh, I don't know getting onto exchanges or are you going to go that direction or you know uh, uh, I, I think you're doing pre sales now or are you going to have an ICO, those sort of questions are what I'd like to know about. Yeah, so we've got like two primary offers. So as I mentioned before, we've got our uh, Kinesis Velocity token. That will definitely be going on to exchanges where it can be traded. Um, and that's uh, ERC20 token uh, on the Ethereum network. This is something completely different that's connected to the basically the, the transaction fees, the revenue of our system. Um, that, that's what people can uh, subscribe to with a, with a discount at the moment through our, um, the current offer. And um, but the ro the road ahead, and it is on our uh, it's on our website. Uh, it's also through our collaterals. Um, you know, basically we go into a public sale for the KVT, as we call it, Kinesis Velocity Token, in early September, and that's. Uh, um, when we push out in sort of maximum uh, velocity out to the public and really project exactly what we're doing, we're about to we're about to phase in over the next couple of weeks a very very um, large concerted uh, well multi-million dollar sort of PR marketing sales campaign. But once we hit public sale, that will be something big designed to really sort of bring in the mass adoption. And then and then uh, like early into the next well actually later in November we then open our like our initial coin offering for uh, for the kinesis currency and so this is like the gold and silver back currencies and um, we will be inviting people to participate there like basically you know, uh, we call it, like, it's a, it goes into pre-sale and there'll be like higher yields for the participation at that time. Ultimately, we're trying to go out to the masses at the moment because we want mass participation in the system. So we want people to get involved in our velocity tokens so their skin is in the game effectively. They're, they're bought into the success of this system. And you'll see it through our community at the moment. Like It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If, if people have their skin in the game, they're more great 
greatly incentivized to actually go out and become ambassadors of the system. We've got this massive ambassador network already, people who are really, I, I had no idea, like people who, I don't know whether they still work, or they're, they're contributing so much time into like spreading our message and our vision and our mission all around the world and to everyone who they possibly can. So um, it's really exciting and, you know, we're super motivated, super excited about it. And Andy and I can't sleep anymore, unfortunately. But <laughs> well, then you can join my club. I don't sleep either, so there, there, there you go. Um, gonna- that's a small sacrifice to make, I think. <laughs> so, and I would advise anyone that reads the blueprint: don't do it last thing at night because you will not sleep. Listen, I'm excited now. I might not sleep for a month now after listening to you guys talk about this, and it, it, it is very exciting. And uh, you know, so as as we come near the close of the show, I'm just: uh, what would you say to the average guy out there, average girl out there who wants to get invested? Why is Kinesis the best place to go? Well, all you need to do is, uh, you know, look up our collaterals. The, I would say the investment proposition is highly compelling if, if you're actually looking at making a sound investment. Um, but also if we align with your vision of the future, if, if you're thinking that, you know, central planners these days are perhaps taking measures that are taking too much control and are stripping away your liberties. Um, if you think the monetary system and the banking system is broken, please look at what we're doing because we're trying to return power to the people. We are trying to, uh, even though we don't want to broadcast this too loud just yet, we're trying to start a person-centric revolution ultimately and bring the power back to the people. Power. And this... Uh, Yes, the, the power to the people, which is again the reason that this is being so successful. And you guys sound great, and I can't I can't wait to have you back on again because it was really a, a very dynamic show. And there's so many more questions I have, but unfortunately, oh, your phone's ringing too on top of everything else. But in the meantime, <laughs> uh, Andrew McGuire and, and and Thomas Coughlin, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Thank you very it's- much, Bob. That Thank was, you so much. I've been really enjoyed it. That was Andrew McGuire to and Thomas, Cog- Thomas Coglin from Kinesis.Money. Make sure you check out that site. And Matt, always a pleasure to have you part of it because you're the guy who brings me all the great information. Matt Demeter from DemeterResearch.com. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Todd. Great to be here. And this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and I hope you enjoyed our presentation with Kinesis.Money. We had a great time, and of course, we're trying to help everybody understand better about the, uh, the crypto world as well. Make sure you go to LibertyTalk.fm and download the show each and every day. This is The Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow, same time, same station. The Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horowitz. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.